believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into Hades, the dead, hell. Wait, what happened? Greetings from First Covenant Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Pastor Evan, and this is Behind the Text, a podcast that covers the details, points, or Bible nerd stuff we just couldn't pack into last Sunday's sermon. I'm not going to unlock the fullness of the Apostles' Creed right now. There are plenty of good books for that purpose. But the usual primary source text for this line about Jesus going down to Hades is 1 Peter 3, 19-20a, which reads, quote, After being made alive, he went and made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits, to those who were disobedient long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built, unquote. There are multiple theories about what is being said here, and it should be stressed that no one is absolutely clear on Peter's exact meaning. One theory revolves around the idea that upon his death, Jesus went to the abode of the dead, or the sort of holding tank of souls, to proclaim and deliver salvation for those souls waiting for God's promised Messiah. As Tertullian said in the second century, quote, Christ descended into hell in order to acquaint the patriarchs and prophets with his redeeming mission, unquote. This could mean only those in the days of Noah, as the text indicates, or the Noah comment could be a broader reference to all who lived prior to the days of Jesus, as Tertullian implies. Another theory is that this is a case of Jesus making proclamation to the spiritual realm, particularly to fallen angels. See 1 Enoch chapters 10 through 16. This argument gets some steam from the notion that in the New Testament, spirit, as Peter uses it here, rarely refers to people who are dead. Dead people are typically referred to as souls. In this view, these spirits in Hades could be the sons of God referenced in Genesis 6, 2. Since Peter is not more specific and moves right on to baptism in his letter, it is unclear what the best of these major theories would be. What can be said is this. Jesus was fully God and fully human. His death and entrance in some way to a place where the dead go, shows his solidarity with humans in order to free them from the power of sin, death, and the devil. It is this sense of victory over the power of the devil that many early church authors often fixed on in their understanding of Jesus' work on the cross. Jesus indeed may have preached to the patriarchs and proclaimed his presence to the fallen angels. But it seems that Jesus also may have done a pre-victory lap around the devil to destroy the curse and power of sin in this world. As Irenaeus said in the second century, quote, For he fought and conquered, and through obedience doing away with disobedience completely. For he bound the strong man, and set free the weak, and endowed his own handiwork with salvation by destroying sin. He caused man to cleave to and to become one with God. For unless man had overcome the enemy of man, the enemy would not have been legitimately vanquished. And again, unless it had been God who had freely given salvation, we could have never possessed it securely. In death, it looked like the devil had won. But the tables were about to turn. 
When Peter wrote these words to the churches in Asia Minor as they began to suffer the beginnings of persecution, they knew who had conquered sin, death, and the devil, and who ruled over any earthly power. They knew victory when they saw it, and they were to live with the hope that death was defeated because Jesus proclaimed and demonstrated his power. Victory had been won through the death and resurrection of Jesus. The job of these early Christians and all followers of Christ was to live like that victory had been won. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast so you can continue to hear more content like this. And if you would, share this episode with a friend. Also, join us on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. We're online only right now at firstcovenantlincoln.org. And if you want to support us, you can donate while you're there. Thanks for listening.